What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious... I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. So my gift guides don't technically start launching until this Sunday, but I got really excited and started posting um, a couple of ideas on my Instagram stories today. I think, uh, and this is a terrible thing to say on account of us being married and all and whatnot. So your, I did not realize the gift guides were plural. I thought it was a gift guide with different gifts in it but are you saying that that you've never read my blog for the past two years i'm sure i've read (laughs) it i just have terrible Mm -hmm. a terrible memory so every day next week you are going to post a gift guide like so like monday might be shopping for guys Mm -hmm. and then in that gift guide are going to be 10 different gift ideas for the man in your life yes and then it'll be shopping for uh, the young woman, right? Like what are your categories? So it is stocking stuffers, gifts under 30 bucks, gifts under 50 bucks, gifts under a hundred bucks, my ultimate gift guide, um, gifts for men and gifts for parents. Cause that's always a really hard category. Oh, okay. And when are you going to finish the one that's gift for pets? I, how could you leave them out? But because I don't like clutter. So what does that mean? It means I don't think there's enough pet stuff. I mean, there's enough pet stuff, but they're woven in. Like if you go look at my Instagram stories right now, Lily is already part of one of the gift. It's just not a gift for Lily. I scroll. I was looking at your Insta stories. <laughs> and um, if if I remember correctly, there are pop sockets that you can personalize with photos. Yes. And you did a mock-up of a pop socket with Lily's face on it. Yes, I did. So I was just <laughs> looking at Insta stories with the volume off, like just like clicking Scrolling. through. And I was like, wait a minute, was that Lily? And then I had to go <laughs> back because she kind of looked a little bit like Yoda. She looks a little like a model. She is. She technically is a model. All right. So every day next week, a new gift guide will be released. And what is it that you teased today? Um, well, it's just go watch my Instagram stories. If you're on Instagram, um, if you're not on Instagram and only on Facebook, I will be posting the gift guide starting on Sunday. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for hot water. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for a really productive day yesterday. Sometimes you just need like a hot shower. You ever not able be not able to get warm mm-hmm. and you just need a hot shower? That's my MO. I was yeah, but your showers are not right. Like What's wrong what's wrong with my showers? I could walk into your shower with it running at the last temperature you used and a bowl of pasta 
and leave with dinner. <laughs> a bowl of uncooked pasta and I could leave with dinner. I do love hot showers. Un- How do you feel clean if you're not taking a hot shower? The, your type of hot is not, like I've seen your skin and it's red. I know, it feels so po- good though. Post shower, <laughs> like it hurts. Uh, I want to give a quick up to, first of all, I want to give a quick thank you to everybody who asked about Sadie, who had a very important doctor's appointment yesterday. So I want to say thank you to everybody for checking in on her. Uh, and I will tell you that, and this is this is sexy, but her the thing on her leg is a cyst. And so it's not cancerous or whatever. She has a lump on her leg that's a cyst. And I said to the doctor, is there a problem, right? Like, does she have to have it removed? Is it causing her any discomfort? Is it causing her any pain? And he says, absolutely not. It's totally fine. The only issue would be if it ruptures. Which is disgusting. (laughs) Well, I thought, I was like, oh, because then, like, does it get in her... Like, I thought it would rupture inward. Internally and yeah, then, like, and, like, get in get, her bloodstream and, like, or something. get in her joint or something. Yeah. And then it, it would be painful until it cleared up or whatever. And I said, oh, with that? And he's like, oh, no, it would just be all over the place. And I'm like, oh, God, like, out? <laughs> can, you, can you imagine if we were having guests over for Thanksgiving? No, <laughs> that ain't gravy. Anyways. Um. But he went on to explain, yeah. So I'm not going to go into great detail, but it wouldn't be like a, it it wouldn't, it it probably won't happen, but it would be, he's just like, I'm glad he gave me a heads up. Jeff, it it would be something that Jeff Dollar would not tolerate well. So anyways. Yeah. So Uh, anyway, thank you for checking in. Sadie will be, Sadie will be terrific. She got a good two thumbs up from the veterinarian. And she lost weight and we thought she was gaining weight. So that's good. She lost half a pound and I thought she just seems thicker to me. And I <laughs> thought that she was getting heavier because she was, she, she wouldn't jump in the car all the time. Like sometimes she just like looks back and is like, will you lift me into the car? And I'm like, oh, she's getting so fat. She can't even jump in the car. No, I think she's just um, a lazy spoiled beagle. And she's learning how to manipulate her humans. Yeah, she totally is. Um, okay. One week from today, we are going to do something really, really, really cool that we're so proud of and so excited to have this community be a part of. I think this is going to be the first ask we make of the upside community as a whole to really make a miracle happen. So please, please don't let us down because that would be humiliating and it would be sad. Well, it would just be funny because Jeff was like, oh, yeah, 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 no, 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 Upsiders. Upsiders are amazing. Well, and the really, I think when Jeff was listening to this, the story of what we're going to do, he was like, no, 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 no. We want to, we want to help more. We want to help more. We want to help more because it is so compelling. And are we talking about it now? Yeah. There are 40 children that we know of who are in the foster care system who have anxiety that Santa is not going to be able to find them on Christmas. And what we want the upside community to do is make sure Santa finds them. Imagine that. Imagine being a kid, a child, eight years old, 10 years old, six years old, 12, however old you are, and not... 
having your stress not be whether you're on the naughty list or the nice list, having the stress not be whether or not Santa got your wish list of what you wanted for, for Christmas, but having your stress be, does Santa even know where I am? I'm like tearing up right now listening to this. It's like, yeah, I just, these kids, Jeff and I were talking about this earlier today, like these kids are worrying about things in their life that a lot of us have never had to experience the worry of. And it just honestly breaks my heart. It really, really does. And um, we're, there's obviously more than 40 foster kids in the United States, but we have, have signed up to help 40 and we want to help um, them with their Christmas wish lists and also with some needs because they're half wish lists, right? And half yeah. need like things that they need. So we, we asked the organization that we're working with to a ask each of these 40 kids for three things, like three wants, like three wishes, right? Like, and then we also asked them to add on to that three things that they need might be like clothing or something for school or something need based. So we have six items for each of these 40 kids, three wants, three needs. That's 240 items total. And next Tuesday, which I think is the 4th of December, we want to fulfill every need on that list with the upside community. And, it's, and just take that burden off the kids and off the caregivers. Yeah. It's, um, I almost like don't even have words. I'm like getting really emotional about this, but this is just really, really hitting me. Um, I think, so when we found out about this, when Jeff found out about this, he's like, well, you know, we um, have a team on Proposity and we would love to go through Proposity. And Proposity met with this um, group that works with the foster care system to get their needs on Proposity. So that's what we're going to be doing one week from today on Giving Tuesday. We're going to be trying to it's, it's December 3rd. I said December 4th, but we're going to do it on December 3rd. Um, and we're going to try to fulfill 240 needs for these kids. And this would be a really Wa good thing. Wants and I think it's a wants wa and needs. Wants, wants and, and needs. needs. We're not just going to, we, we, these children already have lives that are super chaotic. We want to make it as normal as possible. And so it's their wants and needs. Yes. The wants and needs. And, um, every kid deserves that. I mean, to have, it's, I can't really talk. I'm a mess right now. Here, here's, we have a we have a week to get ready for, and we know this is a busy week with Thanksgiving and everything. But put it in your calendar right now for Giving Tuesday, and we will explain as the week goes on, and then we'll make it really, really simple on our social media, and we'll make it a no brainer. But but basically. Every single person on our Proposity team is going to get a text message at the same time on Giving Tuesday. And with a click of a button, you can send a gift to, to one of these children. And it's that simple. We will do everything that we can to make it as easy as possible. But it's, it's an opportunity to really help out Santa Claus deliver Christmas to the people who need it the most. My mom is so excited about this. She brought it up to me when I saw her a couple days ago, and I'm like pretty sure she already has a reminder in her calendar. Perfect. That's what we need you to do. <laughs> and uh, again, we know this is a super busy week. So as the week goes on, you'll hear more and more about it. We'll introduce you to some of the specific kids that we're going to be helping. And uh, by 
next Tuesday, we'll be able to do it. No problem. And ideally, I mean, look, well, I'm not even going to say it. Don't say it, but I know what you're thinking and I'm totally on board with you. All right. There's a commercial on TV right now. It's, I think it's a, it's a grocery store commercial and I think it's Whole Foods and it, and it shows a couple going through the store and the guy, the husband in the, of the couple knows that his wife is buying replacement food for a Thanksgiving dinner that they're going to. Like she knows that wherever they're going, it's if somebody screws up the, somebody does not make good mashed potatoes and she is buying the stuff to replace it. And I started wondering, I, I can almost guarantee that has happened. Like that's not just a commercial to get you to go buy groceries that I guarantee you that. Has oh, I happened. totally bet that happens. Do you think my mom is secretly doing that to you? No, I don't. Cause all I'm really responsible for are the mashed potatoes, which have already been declared the best that your family. That's true. Ever had, That's true. And the Turkey, which, um, <laughs> I mean, you're not going to make a backup Turkey, but I'll bet there are moms who have, plates of food, like, like what are they? Casserole dishes or whatever. Mm -hmm. Backup casseroles. Backup casserole dishes in their car in case their daughter screws up first Thanksgiving. I'll bet that, um, some people have brought food over to mom's house because mom always forgets something. I guarantee you it's happened. (laughs) And if you are willing to admit it, please tell us the story at 800 Four three four fifty four fifty four, and leaving your name is optional. You don't have to say your you name. You can be anonymous. Yes, but if you have ever taken food over to somebody else's house, and we can, it doesn't even have to be just for Thanksgiving. If you know that the holiday meal is going to be screwed up because your sister, your cousin, your sister in law, your mom, your daughter in law, whoever can't make some food right, so you've you got backup in your trunk. We want to hear from you. 800-434-5454. If you have not signed up for the Pick Me Up newsletter, you're going to want to do that if you're listening to this on the day of release, which would be Tuesday. And we send it out about 2 p.m. This is going to be a special edition of the Pick Me Up that Katie uh, Burke writes for us. And she is filling it with simple recipes that Upsiders have sent her. And these are like, life-saving recipes because the idea is we're keeping them simple. We're keeping them with ingredients you already have in your house. So if something does go awry on Thanksgiving day, you can just open this email up. And I know there's at least a dozen recipes. Oh my gosh. There's so many. Okay. So, um, there is green bean casserole, corn casserole, big Kev's fave Mexi corn casserole. Big Kev. Big Kev. You know if Big Kev makes it or loves it, it's going to be good, Big Kev. There's also Easy Peasy Pecan Pie and um, Leftover Turkey Alfredo, which sounds like delicious. Oh my gosh, that sounds so good. And T-Bird's Famous Chicken Dip. I We need to get um, Katie to put my monkey bread recipe in there too. Did you hear the voicemail that somebody left about the game changer for the monkey bread? No. Instead of using the the biscuits that come in the little pop-up can, yeah. 
use the Cinnabon cinnamon rolls that come oh, in the pop-up can. That might actually kill me. Because <laughs> the monkey bread, I swear to you, I was like licking the icing off of the plate when we were done. Like I was well intended on only having like a piece of it. And then I ate the whole thing. I was sick for like a full 24 hours after. It was really bad. So I don't think I need to add cinnamon rolls to that. I, I think I am making it on Thanksgiving. I think the I'm monkey gonna, bread? Yeah. Are you trying to kill me? I, I mean, come on. It's a day of gluttony anyways. Oh. Might as well do it. So we'll include that recipe. And you still have time to sign up. Go to CallieandJeff.com slash newsletter or um, click the newsletter tab at CallieandJeff.com and, and give us your email address and you'll get that this afternoon. Thank you to Skillshare for being a sponsor of our show this week. Skillshare is an online learning community. So if you are thinking, oh my gosh, there's still so much I have left to do before the holidays, um, maybe learn a new skill on Skillshare, centerpieces, whatever. We have an upside listener, I think, that loves Skillshare and shared with us. Oh my gosh, I just had to call and let you know that I just finished my first class on Skillshare. And I am so excited about this. I am starting a side hustle and I have a sales background. I do not have a numbers, calculating, finance, forecasting, goals, calculating kind of a background. (laughs) So I just walked through this class from Chris Benjamin. Uh, It's called Business 101, Tracking Your Company Sales and Goals in Excel. So I'm really, really excited to have that kind of clarity and that kind of confidence uh, as I start my side hustle. So thanks guys so much for the Skillshare. Really excited about it. I think we should just play her just all the time. Just let her be the commercial (laughs) for Skillshare. Anyways, yeah, so Skillshare has thousands of classes for you to choose from. And because you're an upsider, they're giving you two free months of classes. So to sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash upside. That's Skillshare.com slash upside. And you can start your two free months. And if you need it before Thanksgiving, get some floral arrangement classes in or some centerpiece um, idea classes in there. Go for it. If you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, and you have a relative who is in their 70s, 80s, 90s, you have had this discussion. Okay, now go to your phone and tap on the thing that says pictures. Okay, now tap the bottom where it says (laughs) albums. Okay, I can eliminate that for you forever. Skylight Frame is a touchscreen photo frame that you can update instantly by email from anywhere. So get one of these for your parent, for your grandparent, for your great aunt, whoever. You put it on the counter in their house. And then when you've got a picture that you love, you email it to the unique email address for that frame. And then boom, there it is. It pops up on the frame and it'll just scroll through there and they'll see it and go, oh my gosh, what a great time they're having. You can get a skylight frame at a great price. All you have to do is go to their website, skylightframe.com and use the promo code UPSIDE for an extra $10 off. Go to skylightframe.com. The promo code is UPSIDE. It'll get you $10 off. And while we're talking about grandparents, how did it come up that we asked people what weird things they remember about grandma and grandpa's house? We were talking about Thanksgiving traditions, and I was talking about how my grandfather unfortunately 
folded like the card table every year. And then I was like, hey, do you remember how your grandparents' house smelled? And you were like, uh, yeah. And then right. we started talking about weird things you remember that kind of don't make sense, but it's never like. I remember my grandmother's tiny garbage can on our counter. Yeah. And my grandfather, like I remember the way his cookie jar sounded when he put the lid on it. So weird. Uh, well, we are not the only ones who have particular and specific memories of grandma and grandpa's house. Hi, Kelly and Jeff. This is Monica from Poké, Minnesota. I had to pause the show and finally call in regarding Thanksgiving memories. Particularly, my grandmother um, used to wear the same apron every time she made a family meal. And it was, I, I distinctly remember it on Thanksgiving. So when she passed, that was one of the things that I had requested to have of her. So now when I cook... Thanksgiving or any big meals, I put on my apron, you know, my 1960s or whatever apron, and it just brings my grandma back with me. So it's just wonderful. Love the show. Happy Thanksgiving. Hey, guys. I just was listening to your podcast on the weird things that you remember from your grandparents, and I had to stop and call you guys. So when I first met my husband several years ago, he pulled out the black labeled chapstick, the original. And before I even thought about it, what popped out of my mouth was, oh my gosh, that smells like my grandma. Um, that's the one thing that I remember um, specifically about my grandma. So anytime I smell the smell of the original black label chapstick, I think of her. Weird, I know, but it's just funny. So thank you so much for putting on your show every day. I listen to it every day on the way to work. I appreciate everything that you guys do. Thanks. We're not going to talk about the fact that she... What he was probably getting the chapstick out because it was early on in the relationship. It was probably leading up to their first kiss. And she hits him <laughs> with, uh, you smell like my grandma. <laughs> like, is there a least, a, a less sexy statement that you can say to someone about to kiss you? Probably not. <laughs> you smell like my grandma. Hi, Callie and Jeff. My name is Betty. And I just had to pause your podcast because you were talking about the weird things about your grandparents. The one thing I remember is I went to my grandma's house when I was like 15 and she wanted to give us something to drink. So she pulled Tang out of the cupboard. And I remember looking at the expiration date and it had expired 10 years prior to that. And she tried to serve it to us and tell us it was okay. It was disgusting. Anyways, love you guys. Have a great Thanksgiving. Bye-bye. Do you even know what Tang is? Do you remember Tang? Yeah, it's pretty tang? gross. It's like an orange drink, right? Yeah, it's like an orange drink. And I think it comes in like a powder form. Yeah. And you like mix it together. Um, I didn't have many like sugary drinks as a kid. And I don't know why I had that one. But yeah, I remember. Doesn't it? Didn't it come in like a turquoise cylinder? No, it was orange. It was all, Tang was an orange drink. And it was what the, um, the big thing was, it was like what the astronauts drank. Because okay. I think. Yeah. Like, I think the big, like their big marketing gimmick was that it was powdered and the astronauts took it to space because you mix huh. it with water in space. And, and that was the big thing. I, does it even, are you looking it up? Does it even yeah. still exist? It still exists. Huh. You can get it at Walmart. Delish. We got a handful of messages about people saying, oh my gosh, you have to follow up with the girl about the mother-in-law. And I'm going to be totally honest. I have not listened to the whole show yesterday's whole show. So I have not heard the voicemails at the end of the show. Do you know what they're talking about? So it was a voicemail at the end of Monday's show about a mother-in-law. Yes. And we have to follow up with her. 
Uh, I'm looking at yesterday's voicemails. It would have to be this one. Hey, I was just calling about the whole give me a call thing. My mother-in-law took it to a whole nother level. She texted me at 3 a.m. one morning on a work night and said, Hey, honey, I know you're asleep, but I want to talk to you after Thanksgiving. And this was like three weeks ago. Like, really? Either don't say anything to me until you're ready to talk or just tell me what you need to say. Okay, thanks. Bye. Oh my gosh, that is the worst. We were talking uh, a week or two ago about the anxiety that comes with the phrase, give me a call. I hate that. And Callie's rule in if she could make a law would be that everybody is has to say why they want you to give them a call. Yeah, you because otherwise you're just 90, I would say, well, at least for me, if you say, give me a call and you don't say what it's about, it's to me, I just would go it, like if that voicemail, if that were my mother-in-law, if that were your mom, I'd be freaking out. So people want us to follow up with her and find what could the conversation possibly be about? After I, Thanksgiving, so it, um, well, I would hope that it's lighthearted and maybe something about Christmas or if they have kids like, hey, I want to talk to you about like, I just feel like you should always give people yes, like, the a thing, like, hey, after Thanksgiving, I want to talk to you about what we're going to do for the kids for Christmas this year. Oh, my, okay, great. My first thought was that it was awful. Like something was keeping her up at night. It was three in the morning and she's like, I've got to talk to my daughter-in-law about this, but it wouldn't be fair to bring it up before Thanksgiving and ruin the holiday. So I'm going to talk to her about it after Thanksgiving. And she caught, and she doesn't want to forget. So she calls and leaves a message right away. That was my first thought. But then I'm like, well, old people operate at weird hours, like three o'clock. Like she could be getting up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she could be, or she could be watching her late night TV mm -hmm. and then she could think of it and she could call and leave a message. And then I'm like, I bet it's actually inconsequential. I bet it's inconsequential too. I bet it's like, um, wow, I couldn't say that word inconsequential. Um, yeah. We, we have, I could, after today's, when we finish recording today's episode, I could call her or text her and see if she would be willing to... Because I would like to know if she's going to see her mother-in-law over Thanksgiving. Yeah. So, like, like, is she going to spend time this week with her mother-in-law but not allowed to talk about the 3 a.m. message? Yeah, so weird. So, I would like to find that out. And then once the conversation happens, I mean, hopefully it's not too serious because that would kind of buzzkill this segment. But <laughs> I would be interested to know what mother-in-law deemed so important. Yeah, call her. Should I text her? Yeah. Uh, call her. That's weird. Oh, okay. Should yeah, I call? call. Should, Should I you text her and say, hey, It's Kelly and Jeff. Give me a call. Give me a call. No. After Thanksgiving. No context. After Thanksgiving. Not before. <laughs> Uh, we have a brand new partner to the show this week, and uh, we first told you about them yesterday. It's called BetterHelp. And, you know, Callie and I are super, super open about our therapy, uh, trying to deal with anxiety, trying to become better, better people. And BetterHelp is a way for you to dip your toe into 
therapy if you need it. They've got licensed professional counselors standing by for you when it's convenient for you. It's a safe, private, online environment. You can get help now, or you can just start to see what therapy is all about. Everything you share is totally confidential, and you just pay uh, per per month. It's like a, almost like a subscription service where you get to choose one of 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists in all 50 states. Right now, it's really, really affordable because you're going to get 10% off your first month using the discount code UPSIDE. So go to betterhelp.com slash UPSIDE. That's betterhelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash UPSIDE to see what BetterHelp is all about. And get 10% off your very first purchase. All right. So I have a little PSA. Okay. And my PSA is, well. (laughs) PSA number one, do not leave a message without context to say, give me a call. Yeah, that's PSA number one. PSA number two is, okay. So I, someone said something to me a couple weeks ago that super hurt my feelings and I have kind of heard my whole life and I understand why people say this. I feel like, um, you know, when you say things because it's just the natural thing to say, like if you get your feelings hurt, I feel like it is a natural, almost like a automatic, an auto reply to say, don't let it get to you. You mean, to say to somebody else. So like, if you came to me and said, my feelings just got hurt by so-and-so, my yeah. response to you would be like, well, don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brush just it let off. it go water let into it the bridge. Go. They're not worth it. Don't let, not, them, don't let them get to you. Don't let them get to you. I, I hate that. I hate that. And here's why. So I feel like people say that not to be mean, but just not thinking about it. And I have decided that the brush it off, don't let it get to you thing is not for me. Okay. So you, if somebody says something to you, you want to be bothered by it. It's not that I want to be bothered by it. I just don't think it's a bad thing to say, Hey, that really hurt my feelings. And a part of this is like, so I was bullied when I was in elementary school. I was bullied as a kid and left out and, and all this slew of stuff. And I think then I didn't really feel like I had a voice to, I never stood up for myself or said, cause I don't know that you do when you're in elementary school. I don't know, maybe some kids do, but I was so shy. And I feel like since I've, as an adult, as I've grown in my own confidence and gained self-confidence and worked really hard on that, part of the conquering bullies and mean people and, and all of that as an adult now, to me, there's a power in saying, hey, that really hurt my feelings. Right. Even if they're like, oh, you, you know, whatever, no matter how, no matter how dumb it is, if it hurts your feelings, it still hurts your feelings. I find it so empowering to say that. So if somebody says something to you that bothers you, your response to them is, hey, that was really, that was really mean. Okay, so I have a question then. Yeah. What if they respond with, oh, let it go. It wasn't a big deal. I was just making an observation. Um, I would probably ignore that. Okay. But I feel like there is some power because here's the thing. When people say, because there are like, I feel like two kinds of people. There are one that are like nasty. And then there's another person that says joking stuff that probably wouldn't, that's kind of mean, but probably wouldn't understand something like that. Oh God, the people, Yes. Are this, the is mean that, jokers. Is that passive aggressive? Am I using that right? 
What do you mean? What's it called when people are like, like they make a joke that is based in seriousness? Somebody made like a really rude, somebody that we know made like a super rude joke to me when we first got engaged. And I literally looked this person dead in the eye and I said, wow, that's a really mean thing to say. <laughs> Just with no, and it, cause it didn't hurt my feelings. Cause the person to me is so full of it that I just, you know what I mean? Like that really didn't impact me, but I just looked at them instead of laughing. Cause I feel like most people are like laugh with them and say, Oh, huh, funny joke. I'm like, actually that joke wasn't funny. That was really mean. I think that's why I am so bothered by those people because I'm internally the person when somebody, this is so bizarre, but I, and I think you feel this way too, which is maybe why you're feeling empowered by the don't brush it off mentality. But if somebody says something blatantly mean to me, I don't want to call them on it because I don't want to make them feel bad for being mean. Oh, I, isn't that the most ridiculous sentence? To say that out loud makes me want to punch myself. I, it really does me too, but I go through the same thing in my head. And and this situation happened a couple of weeks ago where someone said something super rude to me. Then they came back and apologized. And my response was, thank you for your apology. That really hurt my feelings. And then I spent like a literal week being like, you know, like, should I have been nicer? Should I have been? And then I'm like, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. They were so mean to you. They initiated the nastiness. And then when a nice person calls him on it, you feel bad. It's so I feel bad, but I also feel like it's part of, and this particular person, like, I don't think that they're a bully or anything like that. I think they were just having an off day and super rude and I'm not making excuses for them, but um, I... Yeah, I think there's some sort of power for me in, I did a blog post about it like a year ago and I called it grabbing the bully by the horns and people like that aren't expecting a response. So I think when you do respond, it kind of throws them out of their orbit of being rude. And you know what, you know what I mean? Like when, yeah. when the person made the mean comment to me, it was like about my engagement ring. I was like, wow, that's really mean. And I think they didn't know what to say because they were just like, not expecting me because they expected you to laugh at the joke, right? Or whatever. Like, that's so but, funny. <laughs> but you know, here's what's really smart about that sentence like, oh, that really hurt my feelings, or oh, that was really mean. Is the person who made the comment cannot in any way respond to that in a way that's not either more mean, which proves your point <laughs> right? or is apologetic. Cause if you say to somebody, wow, that was mean, that really hurt my feelings. They can't argue with you about your own feelings. <laughs> right. And if they tell you to lighten up, you, then you can just kind of shrug and walk away. Yeah. So that's like saying like somebody going, Ooh, I'm really kind of chilly. And you're like, Oh no, you're not like, you can't argue with them. Right. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. A reminder in case you forgot since yesterday, but we need jokes. Your Thanksgiving-related jokes would be super helpful to us. 800-434-5454. The more dad joke and the more kid joke they are, the better. Perfect. We don't want a really smart joke. We want 
something that's going to make everyone at the table laugh. Yeah, we've been charged with uh, going around the table and telling Thanksgiving. Well, I guess they're just jokes in general. Yeah. But uh, so we are going to recruit the community to help us out with your best Thanksgiving or holiday related joke. 800-434-5454. Thank you so much. Hi guys. So my niece was at her paternal grandparents' house and her nanny was cooking breakfast for her and they were cooking eggs. And she told, I guess her nanny cooked some eggs and she didn't like them. And she said, I like eggs the way my other grandmother cooks them. And her nanny was like, well, how is that? And she said, I don't know. She was probably four or five then. So she ended up drawing a picture of the eggs that her grandmother would make and shows her nanny what she wants. And it was literally just sunny side up eggs. <laughs> anyway, hope that makes you guys laugh. Have a great day. Bye. When it comes to building a better mattress, Brooklyn Bedding literally owns it. American-made in their very own state-of-the-art factory in Arizona, where they build a mattress just for you. John and Rob Merwin are two brothers. They started out 25 years ago in Phoenix, learning everything there is to know about building a quality sleep solution. John's wife, Kristen, is the one who encouraged them to expand nationwide, and he took a risk. He pioneered the bed in a box and shipped his first mattress online in 2008. And today, every mattress they sell is handcrafted on demand and delivered directly to your door. Why are they called Brooklyn Bedding? Well, it's a family business, and Brooklyn is named after their second child. So that's why they're in Phoenix, but called Brooklyn Bedding. Family-owned business means they always take your sleep experience very personally. Every mattress has a 120-night free trial and a 10-year warranty. Because you are a loyal upsider, you're going to get 25% off everything on their website, including mattresses and sleep accessories. The promo code is UPSIDE25, and they'll throw in free shipping. Go to brooklynbedding.com to get your best sleep ever at a factory direct price. 25% off using promo code UPSIDE25 at brooklynbedding.com. You guys, my grandmother, she uh, had a house with a screen porch, and she had little fake grass inside the screen porch. Like, it looked like real grass, but it was fake. I always thought that was weird, but, <laughs> yeah, that's, I'll never forget that. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Hi, guys. It's T-Bird. Okay, listen. Honestly, the article about removing dopamine from your life, removing all pleasure from your life for 24 to 48 hours. Okay, so I'm sitting here thinking about that, and I'm trying to think of a situation where all pleasure is gone, and there is literally not one. Not one. Like, Okay, maybe the only thing I can think of is if I'm in a freezing cold cement jail cell with no clothes on at all, no food, no light, pitch black. Okay, maybe that. Other than that, you can find joy in every single thing. Your bed, your clothes, your lip gloss, your everything, everything has pleasure. Okay, that's all I have to say. <laughs> I love you guys. Bye. 
Good morning, Callie and Jeff. Just calling in because I just heard the Pocket Podcast. And everyone's looking forward to this week. But those that can't go home, especially our LBGTQ um, individuals who, if they go home, they'll be talked about or they will be dead named if they're trans. Um, they have a place to come on Thursday. We're having a harvest meal here in Atlanta. Um, they can look us up on Ubuntu Inc. on Facebook to find out where we are. Come have a meal, have a good time, get to know other people, and uh, still be able to have a wonderful holiday. Thanks. Love your show. Have a great day. Hey, guys. This is Sarah, and I'm calling about the weird things I remember from my grandparents' house. All the grandfather clocks that they had in their house, I swear, every hour you would get a headache because there would be 20 cuckoo clocks going off. Anyways, that's all. Love your show. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. This is Kim. I just had to call uh, my grandmother's house. A memory that I have from her house, really the only one I have, is when we would visit, my dad and his brother weren't allowed to have alcohol. But they would keep alcohol, they would keep beer downstairs in the basement in the tank of the toilet. I know it's a strange place, but that's the only place that she wouldn't find it. So anyway, I thought those were funny. Loving the podcast. Have a great day. Bye. So in all that you do, in all of your life, I wish you the strength and the grace to make those choices which will allow you and your neighbor to become the best of whoever you are.